Hi guys, welcome to the Apatas. I'm Sam. And I'm Zanele. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, for those that subscribed, thank you so much for subscribing to our YouTube channel and the podcast. So today we're going to be looking at um, another um, topic. And uh, it's around climate change and um, some of the things that we as human beings should be aware of when it comes to the health that God has given us and how we must um, take care of it. Yeah, Um, we'll start with the scripture um, because, again, we are Christians and obviously things that we do are based on, you know, the Bible, so we kind of always try to to link it back to what the Bible says. So we know in Genesis 2 verse 15, the Lord placed the men in the Garden of Eden to tend and to watch over it. And that basically means God placed us as stewards to take care um, and manage and oversee and protect God's property, mm. which is the earth. Yeah. Okay, and the the reality is that the earth itself can no longer really like cope with all the pressures that you know the humanity is placing onto them, um, because yeah, because of you know different environmental issues, and one of them obviously is how us as individuals, um, you know, participate or lack of participation in environmental issues, and and how. It's actually not a thing in, in, in most societies. It's not a thing to take care of the environment. I think people know the environment only when they want to, you know, crops and, to you know, for farming and for business and whatnot. But and we, if we really have to understand the impact of our, you know, the negligence over the years um, done by human beings to what we currently have going yeah so thank you very much uh, babes for that um, introduction and i should put a few uh, disclaimers out there that um, number one we're not scientists and we're not um, environmentalists yeah however um, as human beings we see it uh, we see it fit that we talk about these things and also share it within our communities mm-hmm. and people that um, are listening or watching so that we as human beings can collectively start taking responsibilities. Yes. Like she said, yeah. that um, this earth that is given to us, we have the responsibility to take care of it. And even in Genesis chapter 1, God says that replenish the earth. But um, we don't see that happening. And as we go into the topic um, deeper, you would see how we're just taking and taking from the hurt itself and we're not, um, you know, replenishing it as we have been commanded. And uh, so that's one. We're not um, scientists and environmentalists, like I said, but we just want to make sure that we bring awareness. Like I said earlier that, you know, in our communities, we don't really talk about it or we, we don't even have, I don't know. I mean, I grew up in a township, so I don't, 
remember the only thing i remember about environmental care is when we had abba day where it was the planting of trees mm. and also the um, the littering i think littering came on later on in life and i think um you know people are getting into it where even myself you know not littering and making sure that any package and whatever is actually deposited into the dustbin than before because you know in the township you know how it is in the township everybody it's very packed and i know what is very very hard to keep it neat and mm. to keep it clean is because mm. of just the living arrangements that is is difficult for even the even if you wanted to um as a community member that lives in the township or lives in you know in a, in a very congested environment yeah, congested environment where you have all kinds of people and it it, it does um impact even you know a lot of people in how they react to um you know caring about the environment so when i was saying when i was growing up there used to be um big very big bins that the municipality used to put in in different streets in alex because of that there was a huge influx of you know people into the township and alone in 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 one area you could have like hundreds of families in one like small area, which obviously that means there's going to be a lot of uh, garbage. There's going to be a lot of issues, sanitation issues. I mean, if if you know, I don't know, you don't know the, you know, Alexandra setup. Mm. You know, we have like, um, you know, from the previous government, we, we have this compounds. So in a compound, there will be different houses within the compound. And within that compound, they used to have like one toilet okay. that is shared. The whole compound shares it. Mm. So um, now with the influx of people and one compound has so many people, that one toilet can cater for everyone. So mm. the ones that can afford, you know, they have toilets in there. They put toilets inside their houses and obviously others use the toilets that's provided. But can you imagine the sanitary um, challenges that are faced by those people who are living in such an environment? You know, um, they can't really do anything about it. So the, 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 the structure itself in the townships, I find it's, it makes it difficult for people to, to um, kind of live a clean life because everybody lives literally on top of each other, mm. you know? So that's what poses a challenge as well is like, how do we, how do people, you know, fix this thing? Yeah. I mean, um, I, I, I get what you mean by the socioeconomic um, challenge, you know, that people face and that might not allow them as it were to be able to, um, be cognizant of what they need to do to then um, take care of that community or environment. You know, I understand that um, challenge. And I say I understand because I also grow up, you know, not in a porch um, environment, you know, growing up in Nigeria, Lagos, you know. Um, but the point is, the point we're trying to make is mm. that we still have to take responsibility yeah. as human beings. Because it affects um, everyone. Exactly. In the long run, even those ones that live in those kind of community where it's all, um, you know, everybody on top of each other, in a sense, uh, it's going to impact everybody mm. at the end of the day. So I wanted to quickly just define, based on what I've gotten on the internet, what climate change is. 
um, it says that climate change is a long-term alteration of temperature and typical weather patterns in a place. The causes of current climate change is largely human activity, like burning fossil fuels, um, natural uh, gas, oil, and, um, and coal. And um, climate change may cause weather patterns to be less predictable. Absolutely. And um, we've, we've seen uh, the patterns, you know. So if we take it from the human activities, as you have highlighted, you know, using fossil fuels and coal and all of that for our industrial activities, mm -hmm. um, it's impacting on the environment has and ends yeah. pardon i'm saying it has impacted it has and it's still doing so and uh, for example you know um the first time i went to pumalanga I drove into that province um driving from Gauteng. then you know i started seeing a very dark cloud you know and um that then quickly, you know, uh, struck a chord in the sense that, oh, this is what has been on the news, that there is a lot of coal activities, you know, mm -hmm. um, because there's huge coal deposit in, in Pumalanga mm -hmm. and the coal mining companies mm -hmm. that are supplying ESCOM, most of them are situated there. So um, then I, I was like, no, this is not healthy. And the, the, the hair is dirty polluted polluted thank you very much you know so um that is a very typical and practical mm. example mm. of how the mining of coal has you know has aff affected and still affecting the environment mm. and obviously um the um the, the people and the health of 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 the of the uh, community also and when we tie it to, um, what was that second part you said? Um, the, 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 pre uh, the predictability. Predictability. <laughs> the predictability, thank you. So because of uh, those uh, industrial, coal industrial activities, the um, weather, you know, has become less, uh, the weather and the climate you know uh, also have become less predictable mm. you know another example is i mean it was winter it wasn't that cold you know and uh, we had expect that you know the the it's going to it, it was supposed to start raining in august late august thereabout and so the the it has been erratic basically that's the point i'm trying to get across and this is because of our activities as human beings on the environment. Yeah. Just to add on the Pumalanga part, um, I remember when we went, the other time when we visited, I think last year, and the the place where we stayed at actually advised us not to drink any water from the taps, just to show how much the coal, um, whole coal situation has affected the their day-to-day -day running mm. in, in, that, in, in Pumalanga specifically and where you could see the impact of that to the community there and um yeah and so you know with with 
in terms of just you know the whole climate change thing obviously like scientists and people who have studied this you know can explain further and people can actually read up about this information i will also link some of the things that i've read you know talking about climate change or at least at the basic explaining what climate change truly is because i think it's some article it says that people confuse climate change with weather it's actually like a combination of many things mm. um that including when weather is one of those um outcomes that come you know so i'll link the the article that talks about you know that specifically what what it actually means and um so because of like what what you're saying that because of the the activities that have happened over the years by human beings it's affected like our environment mm. you know like big time i was telling my husband that when i was in school i remember that winter started may in this country in mm. south africa so from may we we really knew it's like it's winter time and you know it's winter it started being cold and you know it's winter and it's like ice cold winter i remember because i used to walk to school and i will have like my 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 nose you know things will be stuck there because of how cold that our winter used to be mm. you know and over the years i have seen the difference i've seen the change i think even this year is even worse because of how one minute even now we in october yeah one minute it's hot the next day it's cold it's chilly you are yeah. wearing polo neck you're wearing jackets the next day you are wearing like tank tops or whatever yeah, so it just shows erratic. how much yeah, it's very erratic it shows how much um you know a lot has changed within our in, w with our environment yeah. okay um i also wanted to mention that in alex i remember they we used to have um a lot of informal settlements close to the um joske river oh yeah because joske river is a river that goes through alex and it was it is very very polluted um, obviously there are a lot of people that lived on the banks and they used to dump things there. They, they dump all sorts of things into the river. So obviously there's no longer any fishes if there were ever fishes, mm. but there's no longer things like that. So later on the, the government decided to move the people from the banks. First, I think it was more mostly for their own safety mm. because, I mean, it shakes when when the the flooding and the water rises. It would, you know, it would wipe them away. You mm. know, so there were those kind of implementations, and that was just once off, and that is it. If I can say that I remember very well of what the government itself is doing within the townships, I don't see much. Right. Um, I know there's other <laughs> problems in, in the world, mm. but this is also a problem because of the generations as to come. Mm. And firstly, because we've been placed here to take care of Earth. And yes, we also did make decisions and, you know, unknowingly um, how impacting it was to the Earth. But now we know and we can't like people can't be ignorant to such things because at the end of the day, it will affect us, mm. you know. Yeah, definitely. And um, also the thing is, again, still talking about uh, human activities and industrial activities and how the um, emission of carbon dioxide, you know, is affecting the uh global warming 
and the greenhouse gas you know it's it's, it's definitely um, increasing the global warming and because of that we're now having the um uh, sea level rising mm -hmm. And also um, the glacier, you know, or glacier, if you like, melting. Um, are melting, mm -hmm. you know. So quicker, I'm, quicker than quicker expected, than you know yeah. expected. And and the reason why I'm connecting this is because you mentioned um, Joske River, and um, you mentioned Joske River and how the river would rise, rise. when it's raining. Mm -hmm. So it is our doing you know on the on on the amount of uh, green gas um, emission that that we are you know emitting into the into the atmosphere that mm. is making the um, the earth you know to be warmer and because it is is then affecting every other thing yes and now um Talk about flooding, you know. Just recently, you know, permit me to put it like that, in July specifically in Germany, there was a huge, you know, amount of rain and that caused um, high flooding. And, you know, it's Which it they then, didn't expect. They uh, knew that flooding is coming. Yeah. But they didn't expect it was going to be as damaging as, as it damaging did. as yes. as and as it lost was. Their lives. Exactly, yeah. lost properties, lost lives, and all of that. And that was in Germany. And you know that kind of destructive flooding we we had seen in Africa. You know, but people thought you know um, <laughs> such things can up can't happen. You know, in 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 Western world and the, the damage thereof. But we've seen it happen. So the, the, the point is, um, number one, climate change is affecting everyone. And we all have to take responsibility mm. to make sure that we put things in place. Now, talk mm. about responsibility. Um, the question that we have is, um, what is our government? you know, across the nations of Africa doing to prepare for such or even more destructive flooding mm -hmm. should they happen because it is inevitable. They are yes, going, to, going happen. to happen. You know, it's definitely going to happen. We watched um, a documentary which we're going to link in the description box um, on and it spoke about a lot of things, including the flooding that we referenced in Germany. But what we saw is that the government already put in measures in place in to place. be able to um, curb the effect mm. of, of, of the flooding. And again, the question is, what are African actually, leaders or governments doing? I actually doing? think that it was even less impactful or less um, hectic because of the already the government in those places had things like that in place i mean we have people they have people that are within the government they even have departments i think that focus specifically on this whole issue yes. and they have come up with all sorts of designs and ideas on how um obviously after even after this flood 
and how they can curb and how they can make sure that in future when it happens it won't be as hectic as it as it was mm. so we already know in africa we have so many challenges like so many challenges and i don't think that Afri the climate change itself is part of the agenda in most countries <laughs> which it should Absolutely. because um of the impact of when these things happen how it impacts the society and the community because after such things some communities have to relocate mm. they have to move because of the you know the the change that has happened in their own environment that's going to cause it's you know new set of challenges for wherever they have to migrate to yeah and and stuff like that so in in our countries specifically in africa like what do we have in, in you know in place when such things happen like me as an individual do i even know what i'm gonna do if there's like a weather crisis i mm. don't know i don't mm. know what what we should do you know I, I was telling you that even in in corporate they used to have like uh, drill fire drills to kind of like make us aware okay. when when fire happens in the buildings um you should take exit number five yeah you know and they literally walk us through it so that we'll know when it happens mm. how to to be safe um and come out safely but as a country like do we know what to do when yeah. such things happen yeah so uh, the onus is on the government to start um awareness and campaigns you know um across the 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 nation you know and i mean townships you know urban areas you know there should be huge especially uh, townships because mm. that is where i feel like uh, it's not it's not very much you know known the of the impact of the environment because even diseases come from you know, like sanitary issues and uh, water, you know, all those kind of things. Like people mm. don't know, you know, people just do things and thinking that I'm just throwing a package. I mean, so yeah. what, you know, yeah. but they don't understand that throwing that package and how that is going to affect like a number of, 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 of people or communities by just doing that. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And uh, we can tie that to one of the things we mentioned in our previous um episode and if you not if you have not watched or listened to that post podcast please do so the previous episode titled uh, functional living and we mentioned why people should uh, use less plastic yeah. and um you know so talk about throwing things you know just any hour or mm -hmm. disposing uh, plastic or usage whatever it is any hour is damaging you know the environment also mm. because it could cause um uh erosion blockage whereby the water is not flowing you know the way it should yes, we, which we have seen a lot in especially i'd say again in townships because it's where i it's what i'm familiar with so whenever there's floods it floods roads because of there's no like drainage system is exactly. not you know probably it's because of the plastics mm. that people throw whatever that causes um those kind of effects to when 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 um, a flood happens mm. so like plastic is one of those things that I, I they say that it's the um, one of the biggest issues that we have is the pla usage of plastics mm. and um and how that the fact that um yes people um can take plastic and recycle it and whatnot but over time I, I don't know the term but it it can um be they can make it mini or whatever into pieces mm. 
but that can easily get into um you know like your fishes and things like that they can eat that even though there's no evidence whether it will affect human beings but i'm sure it will because we eat the the fishes mm. so like there's a lot of um things that are affected by the usage of plastics and just the and disposing of it of. anyhow it's impactful because again it's sometimes they strangle the the fishes and the animals at sea because you know um maybe it maybe it will be like a plastic will be caught up by a branch or whatever mm. uh, and then it can affect it and sometimes animals themselves um, eat the plastics or yeah. eat whatever with the plastic in mm. you know in place mm. so it's all about being aware and it's not about someone else that has to do bring about this change i think it starts with i, I think i know that it starts with us and making important decisions and how we are going to carry out um, our lives and, and how we are going to be doing our best to take care of the earth as God said we should, and also for the children and the generations to come mm. um, and how they're going to live. I mean, um, they, they, like we mentioned in the previous video, you know, um, for myself, I don't buy, buy plastics anymore uh, because of I know how it's difficult to get rid of the plastics. So mm. I use the bags because, I mean, I can reuse it over and over again. Mm. And um, some people now have moved into not using, like buying bottled water, you know, because the bottled water comes with plastics. Mm. And, you know, when you dispose that, that's also a problem. I even read somewhere that, like in Nigeria, I mean, a lot of people have, what do they call it? Mineral water. Mineral water, you know, it comes in those small sachets mm. of plastics. There's plastic bottles. And already, I don't, I think I read there's no proper disposing. and There's no bins, apparently. Not a lot of, uh, rubbish bins in the in the, in the city cities, yeah. so that alone poses a threat you know because people just throw things over whatever they see yeah. and that piles up and that becomes a big problem in the long run mm. and it affects so many things and i think people realizing and understanding that whatever that they do um negligently or ignorantly concerning the environment mm. will impact them in the long run it will. And um, this is the only living um, planet or livable planet, you know. Uh, yes, you know, there are uh, people that are trying to make human beings multi-planetary. Um, Elon Musk, as an example. But, you know, that's still a long shot. You know, it's, uh, I mean, even NASA is exploring, you know, the possibility of life um, on Mars. But again, that, that's a long shot. So this Earth is the only one that we've got and we have to make sure that we take care of it. Mm. Another, another documentary I think that we watched was the one that was talking about the illegal oil guys in Nigeria. Okay that were drilling oil illegally, whatever. Mm. I think for me, like, I was saddened by, by not I think, I was saddened by the, the documentary because of just the impact of this, you know, how it impacted the communities, you know, because what happened was the big corporations that came from overseas or whatever and open up, you know, branches, you know, some part of Nigeria, and they were doing this whole oil 
oil thing, drilling oil and whatnot. And obviously, because some of the governments don't have, you know, regulations in place to regulate, you know, these kind of things, how to hold even corporate accountable for oil spillages and all those kind of things. Um, so people did as, as and when, as however they pleased, and then they left. Mm-hmm. So when they left, obviously in Nigeria, we know the, the different struggles in Nigeria, a lot of youth unemployed. So people go into this oil drilling illegally um, to obviously make a living. Mm. And now they are also even making the situation worse because the spillage just keeps going on and on and on. And, on. Mm. and the communities were complaining that they can't fish anymore. There's no no more fishes, and which means it affects their way of living. Their, it, it affects their livelihood. Absolutely, it affects you know the, the the their children, even their health because of the water being so polluted. There was even like a a, a small village, a group that had to relocate because of how much oil that came onto to their homes like oil was everywhere mm. everywhere and they they didn't have running water so th- that posed a challenge also because they didn't have drinking water mm. and they used to fetch the water from the river yeah so it posed quite a lot of uh, of challenges for the communities that people are struggling even more trying to make a living because of negligence and because of also the government's not being proactive and having things this kind of um like units in place that look after the environment mm. of their own countries so that people don't come and take advantage because people get excited like oh it's a it's an international company that's coming on board and and they do as they please you know, no one holds them accountable. They can easily pack up and go tomorrow. Yeah. The community that is left there has to now deal with that. Yeah. You know, that one guy who was saying he was a fisherman for years and because there's no fish, he has to find another way of making a living because mm. he chooses not to go the illegal oil digging route. So he's now like fishing for sand. Mm. You know, they are looking for sand. Literally, they f- go down into the, some rivers and then look for sand and then they sell the sand yeah. to construction um, companies. You know, yeah, and um, so recently, just to allude to what you just said, recently there is a new um, petroleum uh, bill amended, and um, that has increased the number of um, percentage that uh, oil companies must contribute to the host communities. So. Uh, I think it was increased from one percent to three percent of their profits, um, or something like something around that um, area. So, um, but I the government, you know, uh, needs to do more to be able to protect the host community, so that when the oil company uh, leaves, at least there is some level of, um, you know, uh, economic activities that are still happening within the community and they should the oil company shouldn't damage or leave the community or the the the, the place that they've done their business activity uh, damaged mm. so does that three percent go to the community who it does it three percent go to well according to the bill it's supposed to but uh you know we'll see when it's been um activated and there's a lot of 
conversations, you know, around it, and um, yes, yeah, it's supposed to go to the communities. But I mean, it's a lot. Of, I mean, again, I, I don't want to go get the part into that, but I just wanted to bring it to um, to our awareness that you know that petroleum bill has made provision for the um, oil company to make sure that certain amount of their profit, you know, is then invested in the host community. Yeah, but I also with the whole oil thing, I mean, I, I guess it's also not as as in demand as it used to be. Oh, yeah, yeah sure. Because of, you know, you know, countries moving into electronic cars and... In fact, what saddens me, even with that, like you said when you were watching that, you know, documentary is that the funny thing is that the focus is so much on the oil when the whole world now is moving away from the oil. Mm. So now this oil has caused so much damage. Yes. And after all, after all, it won't even be important in the long run. Definitely. And um, what you're talking about is called uh, just transition. And there is a lot of uh, research and papers and all of that about um, on on just transition, and what just transition the the the, the philosophy behind just transition is that um, as companies, you know, as the world at large is moving away from fossil fuel, and companies are going to be um, decarbonized, mm -hmm. then. Um, instead of just leaving the host community helpless, um, organizations should make sure that there is a just and equitable transition when they, you know, move towards renewable. I wonder how long will that take? I mean, in <laughs> Africa, because, I mean, you know, Africa, like, things are extra uh, hard in Africa because of, obviously, the leadership that we have in our countries that, you know, they don't stand up for such things. I mean, some of the things that, you know, nations are still dealing with should have been dealt with many, many years ago. But mm. anyway. And, and and sorry, we have to be very intentional. We, in this case, is the government and uh, big corporations um, have to be very intentional, you know, in the way that we transit you know, on transition rather from uh, depending on coal and fossil fuel and all of that to renewables because mm -hmm. there's a lot of talk about renewables and all of that and solar energy and the rest. Mm -hmm. Yes, all that is well and good. However, the communities that are directly connected impacted. to these things, you know, are going to be impacted, impacted yeah. negatively mm -hmm. if we don't intentionally and strategically transition the way the yeah. way we should actually the that's the the letter that the president of south africa um posted on twitter the other day was talking about transitioning um what is it called transition decarbonization transitioning whatnot mm. and it was obviously talking about how that will affect the different communities and how now that some banks are forced to you know, invest in companies that are intentional about, you know, th so they won't it's invest green in companies. Economy. Yeah, they're not, they're not investing in companies that are um, affected, will affect 
the environment negatively. Mm. So he was just talking about all that. So I can link it also that you can go through it so that you know at least what's happening in South Africa. Mm. Um, mm. Okay. Um, we have to do more in emission reduction, mitigation, and adapting to climate change. Everybody has to take responsibility now. Everybody, not the government only, not the scientists only, mm. the like the the but again the we as the citizens, yeah. the you know the people that you know live here have to take that responsibility of um, knowing. First of all, knowing about the environment and how we can, um, you know, make it a, a, a difference. Yes, it's just not like it's like me not buying plastics. It's mm. just myself. Yes, but that's understanding a that's a contribution. Yes, rather. but understanding the impact in the long run it will make, or the impact it will make if I dump things anyhow, that it will impact my neighbors and other people because I might not feel it. You know, I might not feel the negligence and whatever that I've done, but other people would. I mean, we, we were talking about the the fashion industry. Um, another documentary, oh, yeah. again, that was talking about... The fast fashion. Yes, the fast fashion and how the, fas the fashion is brought in into Africa because... Uh, not the fashion, the, the second-hand clothing. clothings and how they are brought into South Africa. I mean, not South Africa, in Africa. And obviously, that's where uh, we have all the thrifting and the reselling of those things. But the thing is, that, and the problem is that when these clothes come to to Africa, specifically, we're watching, I think it was Ghana. Was it Ghana? I can't remember. Mm. So when these clothes come here, um, some of them are damaged already. So they can't wear it. Mm. So they can't sell it. So they that don't means have second value. Yeah. So they have to throw them away. Mm. So the problem was that they were throwing it them away anyway anyhow they've had they've, they've had people who have to come in and 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 volunteer at the beaches to help remove some of the clothes that were thrown over the river over anything anything mm. that people see mm. and obviously we have landfills and like it's a it's a problem it's a big one it's a big 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 issue mm. and um People being aware, I think it's the most important thing ever. And hence this episode. Yes, and and I mean, if 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 I'm a secondhand seller, if I'm aware of my my how my behavior impacts things in the long run, therefore it's you know it will improve things because if I'm a secondhand seller, and I know what if I throw things and over the river and how it's going to kill the fish, the ecosystem down there, mm. then I will take I will make a better choice of how i can you know Just get those. rid of yeah. of these clothes so yeah anyway i will link some of the the articles that we've mentioned and the videos that we've watched and yeah just to wrap it up you know to reiterate to re-emphasize the climate change and how it's going to change a lot of things um in our communities it will affect our food our it will affect our incomes, mm. our source of living, whatever, whatever you can call it. It's going to mm. affect so many things in the long run. Let's educate ourselves in just how the how and how we can play our part in ensuring that we because we, we can't reverse it. It's not no. reversible. <laughs> so we have to work with what we currently have and just making sure that we don't get it to be extremely worse. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, just to add on top of that is um, we have to take responsibility as humanity to make sure that um, we don't continue to damage mm. the earth and the and our environment so that um, we we don't lose it. And also we want to still enjoy like our environment, you know. I want to be able to go out and sit somewhere and breathe fresh air because that's another thing, you know, our air, like our air yeah. is not as good. I feel like the the one that is nicer and crisp is the one first thing in the morning <laughs> that is not polluted by all, yeah. you know, all sorts of things. The carbon emissions. Yes. Actually, I, it makes me remember this one video that I watched. This this lady was talking about how she was um, cleaning her aircon because her aircon was not, like, wasn't, you know, bringing out nice, crisp, fresh air anymore. Mm. So she decided to clean it. And when she cleaned it, it like was black. You know the filters. Oh yeah. So the filters were just completely black. And he was, she was now saying. That, so she's in Abuja, it's not Abuja, Portacot. So she was saying that the A, it shows what the A that they have in that particular area that or whatever, is not so good because if if it can turn the filter to be completely black, it means that there is something that. And I think in Nigeria, the biggest challenge would be the, you know, those small um, KK oh, yeah, the cars and whatnot <laughs> and what they emit. Yeah. Omit. Is it omit or emit? Emit. Emit. Emission. Mm, emission. So anyway, that's it for today's episode, guys. Um, I, like I said, uh, I will link everything down below. And let's be proactive also in making aware, other, making aware, making other people aware and this is a conversation that we should continue having mm. in our families in our society in our with our children even mm. in, especially our children because however we raise them and how we teach them it's how they're going to become exactly and yeah let's um, dispose of things the right way i know there's introductions of recycling and all that um, let's just be aware exactly okay. thank you so much uh, guys for being part of this episode and uh, please share the video subscribe if you have not and uh, take care god bless and you. and lastly i just want to say also like if you want us to talk about like a specific topic that you want us to talk about you're welcome also to put it in the comment section below and we will look at it thank you bye bye